All right, boys and girls, welcome back. It is week 12 of the college football season, uh, week, the penultimate week of the regular season for uh, most programs. Um, week 12, therefore, also of the Carla and Crappy show. I am Crappy. Um, that is not Carla. Um, mm-hmm. Carla is still on maternity leave. So um, we have uh, brought back the Ken Jennings of Carla and Crappy show guest hosts, uh, our friend, and you hear him on the show every week, AJ Kuftik. I'm, I'm a little sorry to bring you back in this capacity because the After Dark segments have been uh, d- d- freaking awesome uh, this 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 season. Um, but we're, we're um, but you know we're at the point of the season where you know we we need to lean on the authority of uh, of our 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 G5, our our Pac-12 guy, um, and all the associated weirdness that um, that, that could be coming up in the next couple of weeks. So AJ, hi, hi. Uh, I like to refer to myself as interim co-host. Yeah, uh, I, absolutely. It is, it's it's been silly season for a while, but uh, it, it, <laughs> I, I like to refer to myself as interim co-host. You know, when you need I like when you need somebody, yes. you know, just finish the season and just get I, us to the off season. Maybe maybe coach the bowl game. Who's to say? <laughs> that's 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 uh, that is about right. Um, as as AJ, obviously, you know the drill. Before we look forward, we look back. Uh, what? Was uh, the best thing, um, uh, the, the best thing that you saw last weekend, uh, and that that actually could be. We were just talking about this before we started. That actually could be the the stadium at. Um, I don't. I, I actually I don't. Was that the, at the Merchant Marine uh, campus, no, that or Guard. that was Coast Guard that was campus? Coast Guard. Um, spectacular, like water, you know, bleachers looking over the field, and then water in the background, and and it's like. Wow, I should I should I should enlist in one of those things and go back there. One, you don't want to do that. I don't know no, how you I do don't. on boats. I how don't. do you do on boats? I'm terrible on boats. Uh, I am not good on ocean boats. Um, and Damn. I know this. So either way, uh, Coast Guard, you know, you could you could get a duty on one of the boats that that docks in Swickley, and that's just that's just sort of fine. That'd be okay. Mm, that's a good point. You could mm-hmm. just be river. You could be river troops. That's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so what? I, so I watched, I I took a look at the schedule and for some reason my brain went, go look at D2 and D3. I don't know why. (laughs) I do not know why my brain did this. Okay. It's like, okay, okay. You like G5 and you tried FCS, huh? Mm -hmm. Oh, you've tried FCS. You tried D2 football. And now listen, we're going to get to a point at some point, maybe probably next year where we're in a Japanese college football. That season just started, but Ah. that's a real thing. Uh, oh universities have football it's probably bad i haven't looked because it I plays do, at like 2 a.m do they go uh, how long is their season do you I know, know. Oh, okay. i don't know reddit the the rcfb on reddit uh, yeah. has been following japanese college football for a very long time but huh i, I can look okay. but, so last week was d2 and d3 rivalry week mm-hmm. bible we week because as we as we as we mentioned with uh, with, uh williams and uh amherst with williams and amherst yes uh and, and kim being on so last week was d3 and d2 rivalry week because mm-hmm. the playoffs their actual you know real life 2014 playoff where they yes. actually have all the teams play to, to crown an actual champion it's mm-hmm. weird i don't know why they would do that so you could just have a committee concept. just make completely arbitrary decisions to do that um it's a dumb thing to do. I don't know. Uh, it seems like a lot of work. That yeah, they have to does. like bracket and then it they got to figure out all the logistics when you could just have like two games, and then have it go into one game and then just be done. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, so uh, 
because it was rivalry week, there was all sorts of weird rivalries. And so I learned mm-hmm. about things like Merchant Marine at Coast Guard, which y'all, the athletes aren't it. I mean, listen, we respect, we respect the troops. Mm-hmm. However, the, the ones that are playing football for the Coast Guard are not it. Right. I was watching some bad attempts at catches at catching footballs. So, uh, but it, the, I could, I could, I could play football there then is what you're saying. Probably. Okay. I mean, it was definitely like, it was like a level above like Turkey bowl football. Yeah. Okay. That's me. That's but, uh, but right not, in my like, not like, not like nobody's really going to get drafted out of these okay. games. Uh, but their stadium looked out over the water and it was gorgeous. Really uh, beautiful fall day. Uh, they, listen, everybody got fresh air and exercise. Mm-hmm. And that's really all that matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. What did you see? Um, of course, I'm, 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 I'm stuck on Ohio State because it's November and that's, uh, that's what I do when I get to this point of the season. Uh, I, I actually, the last couple of weeks I've mentioned that I'm, I'm, I feel like I have a good sense of where Ohio State was. Um, after this most recent weekend, um, and getting good looks at both Michigan and Michigan State, um, you know, says so we're as those three teams kind of converge here at the end of the Big Ten East season. I can say I'm actually feeling confident. Um, I, I, you know, I, I have to couch that any comments I make here. Uh, you know, Sparty has been a season killer for Ohio State before, um, and and Michigan does look better uh, on both sides of the ball uh, this time around, but. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm resigned that Ohio State's defense is what it is. Um, and it's not that it's not actually that bad. Um, but the, the offense, uh, you know, at least through these next couple weeks, um, I, I would hope is the thing that's going to carry Ohio State. So, uh, you know, we're going to talk about Ohio State, Michigan State uh, when we get uh, to that point later in the show. Um, and obviously we'll get to the other team up north next week during our Wivelby week. Um, but, uh, to, to watching the offense, uh, Garrett Wilson back, um, after, uh, after a week off, I, it really looks great. Uh, I mean, and, and looks as good as anything in the country. Um, that may not actually be the case, you know, if, if, uh, you get to bowl season or playoff season or whatever that, that future holds, but, um, at least for the next couple of weeks, feeling pretty good. I'll say uh, this. Yes. Uh, I, I'm just proud of Ohio State for looking yes. at Purdue mm-hmm. and saying, like, it, it was almost like they saw the spider on the wall and they just hit it with a sledgehammer. They were just like, uh-uh, no, no, I'm burning this house to the ground. You are not going to, you are not going to end my time. No, no. And they just shut it down completely. What was it, 45 to 10 at halftime or some yeah. nonsense like it that? Was. Yeah, it was. They it basically was. said, nope, kill it with fire. Boom. And they did not play around. They didn't play with their food. They came out and and took care of business because they were like, we saw what happened to Michigan State. Uh-huh. We saw what happened to Iowa. We've seen this story before. Yes. No, no. Yes. Get, get the um, spoiler makers out of here. But that, that's we 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 have we have played this game before. Um, and in the past, we haven't always been as ready as we could have been. So uh this time you're, you're absolutely right. There there was no screwing around. Um no. So feeling good. Uh, I reserve the right, especially next week, uh, to revert to my my normal level of college football neuroses. Um, but for right now, we're 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 in decent shape. Now, guys, you are in for a treat. Um, AJ is still going to do his after dark report, but uh, unlike the past a uh, couple times where he's hosted and we've just we've just played what he had recorded, 
he's going to do this live. Um, and I've thrown him, I've thrown him off a bit because I gave him a list of games that we were going to pick earlier today. And I knew that a couple of them would be on his list to do. So um, we will get to those later. Um, but uh, yeah. he's, but, but for right now, AJ, the, the first time ever live after yeah. dark report, please. So if I may pull back the curtain ever so slightly, I do yes. all of these in one take anyways, there's no mm -hmm. editing. So <laughs> I'm going to start Friday, okay. uh, 9 p.m. ESPN2. We got Memphis at Houston. Houston mm. has already locked up a spot in the ACC championship game. Um, so they're in. Yeah. Cincinnati actually still has to play themselves in. So that's fun. Uh, Memphis, though, needs to get bowl eligible. And they have two more chances to do that. Uh, the first opportunity uh, is, against, uh, is against Houston. Okay. So when we're looking at this, they have to get there. And I think their last game of the season is uh, ECU, uh, Tulane. Okay. So okay. Uh, they have one mm -hmm. shot to do it against two, against Houston. I could see them definitely coming out fired up. Memphis has actually had some decent wins, specifically the one against SMU where they uh, made an escape. Uh, or no, that was, yeah, that was, no, that was Houston and SMU Memphis beats SMU 28, 25. So there is an offer. There is definitely a capability yeah. of Memphis to go out and beat Houston in this game. I expect Houston to still come out and try to make sure that they're staying themselves in the ACC championship game. If you're, if also, you're a Cincinnati, if you're a Cincinnati fan, how much do you want Houston to win this game to kind of keep them, uh, elevated? I mean, I know they're going to be in the title game. Um, but, yes. but I assume you want, you want Houston to be at, uh, at the highest point possible. Yes, because uh, Cincinnati's schedule has been, um, yeah. other than the Notre Dame game, yeah. has been bleh. No, and that's no entirely... favors from the conference at all. No, no. The, the conference has not done themselves any favors. Uh -uh. They need Houston to come in at full, at full power. Their only loss this year was a very close loss to a Texas Tech team that happened to fire their coach recently. So um, Houston needs to come in. 10 and one mm -hmm. uh, that this is a big game for Cincinnati yes. in order to make yeah. sure that their playoff hopes stay alive. Okay. Also at 9 PM on mm -hmm. Friday on FS one air force at Nevada. Uh, I mentioned a crappy earlier oh. that I do have an Academy on the schedule and it's air force air force has looked really good this year. Um, air troops doing well. Uh, and they're going to have to play some air defense against Carson strong at Nevada. Um, they're coming mm -hmm. off an incredibly late loss. Uh, to San Jose State, mm -hmm. that or not San Jose, San Diego State. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, that game was fantastic. Uh, this could be a very fun Friday night shootout. Okay. Uh, Air Force has not necessarily stayed away from the points this year, mm -hmm. so I expect that game to be pretty fun. Nice. On Saturday, uh, we're going to start with. Uh, I think we have to start with yeah UAB at UTSA at three thirty p.m. on ESPN Plus, which means the video quality is going to be but. But this is for the Conference USA West title, right? The winner of this game goes to the championship game. So mm -hmm. UAB is going to come in fired up. They've been really, really good this year. Okay. But it's meep meep time because UTSA is something special and they're going all the way. I expect them to win the CUSA and go undefeated this year. Nice. Uh, UTSA needs to be in the playoff. Let's just call it what it is. Okay. I'm uh, good. At 4 p.m., mm -hmm. BYU at Georgia Southern on ESPN plus. Yeah. That's huh. the face I expected. Yeah. BYU again on their anytime, anywhere grind. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, BYU is going to go. BYU is going to Statesboro. They've already been to. They went to Myrtle Beach or Conway, South Carolina last mm-hmm. year. Sure, bring the truck. We're going to Statesboro. Um, both teams are super physical. This should be an absolute rock fight. Uh, I do expect BYU to come out on top here. BYU, uh, their offense is actually really, really good. Yeah. Uh, they still have Tyler Allgaier. They still have uh, Gunnar Romney. So they have a number of offensive weapons. But Georgia Southern is just going to run the hell out of the ball. Also, Georgia Southern on an interim coach. So uh, I expect BYU to come out on top here. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> they don't have an interim coach. They hired Clay Helton. He formerly of USC. Oh, really? I didn't even know. Yeah, that. Clay Helton. Clay Helton will be uh, next year's head wow. coach at Georgia Southern. Nice work, Clay. Uh, so, in case you're wondering, one shout out to Clay Helton. Two yeah. shout out to USC not having to pay for a buyout. Good job, everybody. <laughs> it all uh, works out in the it, end. It sure does. Uh, 4 p.m. also on ESPN Plus. It's UConn at UCF. Now, do I actually care about this game in any way, shape, or form? No. Why would I care about this game? But the civil conflict is back. Are you familiar with this rivalry? I, uh, I no, no, no one is familiar with this rivalry okay. except for weird terminally online people like me. <laughs> Bob Diaco, when Bob Diaco was the head coach mm-hmm. at UConn, okay. he tried really, really hard to get a rivalry game with UCF going, and he called it the civil conflict because there's an FL and a CT in the word conflict. Uh, okay. And, and so he made a trophy. He had a trophy made for this game. <laughs> and they went to Orlando and they played UCF, lost badly. Yeah. And then they brought the trophy out to the UCF players and the UCF tro- players went, what huh? the heck is that? <laughs> all, right, all right, coach, we'll catch you in the locker room. And then they walked away. <laughs> This should be an absolutely easy win. Go Gus. You're going to, you're doing great this year, buddy. Uh, also at 4 PM on <laughs> it's a completely true story. The sport is amazing. Okay. Uh, oh God. And, and you, also where, where's, at, where's the trophy now? Do you have, do we know? Uh, probably it's probably in a, it's probably in, in a storage unit somewhere in, in Orlando. Okay. I don't think UConn. I, here's the thing. I think you just UConn like leave this it. game up and then never won it. They never um, won the trophy. That's okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. Also, also at 4 p.m. Also at 4 p.m. Big 4 p.m. slot. Uh, UCLA at USC. We got the Battle of Los oh. Angeles on national television. I remember when this was a big deal. It still is a big deal. Mm. USC would like this season to end. <laughs> and UCLA would like to put them out of their misery. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. In that sense. You know, USC, the only thing that USC has is they actually have three more games because they're going to be playing on conference championship weekend for bowl eligibility because they play Cal because Mm -hmm. their game got got postponed because of COVID reasons. Uh, That's still a thing, everybody. That's still happening. Please don't get vaccinated. Um, But uh, so USC's butt at home. This Mm -hmm. is at the Coliseum. UCLA. We've we've discussed this before. So, yeah, it's it is a thing. Here's the thing. UCLA is not terribly good on the road. So anything could happen. I expect UCLA to win handily in this game, but I also, I could see USC getting up for a little dead cat bounce game and, and trying to get, trying to get themselves to a W. That's actually, that's a pretty good way to sell this game. Actually. Anything. Uh, anything can happen. <laughs> Look for the stupid. Yes. We've said this before. Yes, it's going to be on merch it's someday. Up. It's, it's going to, uh, 
At 8 p.m., we've got Wyoming at Utah State on CBSSN. Mm -hmm. What is that, Crappy? The network of? Champions. Champions, that's right. This is the most interesting Mountain West game of the week. I need you all to put your eyes on Utah State because they have been really, really bad the last few years. Blake Anderson comes in, tells them all how pretty and awesome they are, and now they're seven and two. Um, they're playing really great football, but nobody ever sees it because it's on CBSSN at 1030 at night. The only person who's watching it is me. Uh, this should be very fun. You should I, watch this I might, game. And it's I might get make through the first half. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, watch, I'm, watch I'm, I'm this game. They play fantastic football. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 1030 p.m. And this one's going to, this one, I need, I need to put this one, I need to keep this one on my chest. Okay. Uh, Arizona State at Oregon State at 10.30 p.m. on ESPN. Hmm. Okay. I don't know how many of you uh, are following the saga of West Coast football this year because ESPN is doing them something dirty. Uh, the Oregon-Washington State game last week might have been, might as well have been in standard definition. It was absolutely trash to hmm. watch. And all of college football internet was basically saying like, what is happening here? Why does this game look like crap? Right. And for uh, connoisseurs of the late night football, myself uh, and others, we've seen this. This has yeah. been all season. BYU games have been this way. Mountain West games have been this way. ES or Pac-12 games have been this way. All of them have been bad. And the common denominator is ESPN. Mm-hmm. And according to John Canzano from the Oregonian, doing a little investigative reporting, uh, found out that ESPN has been sending their like fifth priority truck to all of the West Coast games. The truck is from like 2012, 2013. Yeah. But the equipment in it was manufactured in the 90s. Um, It is older than, all the equipment in it is older than dirt and it looks like it. Uh, So (laughs) apparently ESPN has now sent new equipment to be put into this truck and the Arizona State, Oregon State game should be good. And I'm guessing, given the fact that uh, one of our other games we're going to talk about, Oregon at Utah, is the <laughs> 730 ABC game, and thus getting the A truck, the I big would. production truck with all the cameras and the one side cam think. and all that. One would think. One might think that George Klyakov, uh, the commissioner of the Pac-12, saw the Oregon-Washington State game and went, hey, <clears throat> I'm going to take my business to Fox if you don't get this right. <laughs> and then got a nationally televised game out of it. Mm-hmm. Listen, that man, that man worked for the casinos. Don't play with him. <laughs> and finally, uh, this is just for giggles. This yes. is just for grins. Stay up late with me if you'd like to. Colorado State at Hawaii, 11 p.m. on the Team One app or Spectrum pay-per-view if you're on the Big Islands. Uh, uh-huh. This is the last Hawaii home game of the season. Mm-hmm. you got to stay up just for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only other game that you're going to see coming from Hawaii uh, is the Hawaii Bowl, uh, which I believe is as it should be on December 24th. It is not canceled this year, uh, and I hope that we get a great game. You know, Christmas Eve, tuck you in, wait for Santa to come, and then there's Hawaii playing football on television. It's perfect. perfect. Is the Hawaii Bowl, um, I don't, is the stadium renovations done, or are they still playing in the the little training thing? It is, excuse me, you put some, you put some respect on Clarence Teaching Athletic Pardon Complex. Me. I, I you stand some, corrected. You put all of your respect on that. Uh, it's, yes, the Clarence Teaching Athletics Complex in Honolulu. So for those of you who don't know, the Aloha Stadium uh, is uh, <clears throat> condemned. It's condemned. Uh, you may have seen various NFL Pro Bowls there. You may have watched the Hawaii Bowl. 
uh, from that stadium. This is where Hawaii plays all of their home games, uh, but it's been decrepit for years. And it was finally condemned after Hawaii finished their season last year. Uh, and so they actually had to scramble to get the, this effectively practice field and where they play soccer and lacrosse up to being FBS standards, which means they had to put in seating. They had to get it up to 15,000 seats. So it's one of the smallest stadiums in FBS right now. Uh, Aloha Stadium is currently under massive renovations uh, and will be done, I believe, in time for the 2023 or 24 season. Okay. So, so yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's effectively a rebuild of okay. the stadium. Um, and yes, they will be playing there for a little bit. And then once they're done, they will be playing at the new Aloha Stadium, uh, which I've already circled a couple away, a couple Hawaii home games to start the season mm-hmm. uh, in 2024 that I would like to go to. They play, ooh, I'm going to try and make this as fast as I can. Let's see how yeah, quickly I can get to Hawaii's schedule. Uh, 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 uh. Loading, loading. There we go. Uh, 2024. That's right. They play Oregon and UCLA at home back to back. Holy crap. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's absolutely worth one. Now, because of the pandemic, they had to switch their schedule around. Originally, what I wanted to do was go in 2025 when they play mm-hmm. Stanford, Arizona, BYU back to back to back weeks. Oof. Okay. Um, but the Arizona game moved to at Arizona. So mm-hmm. now it's home away home. Uh, so yeah, they're playing uh, back-to-back home games. They play Oregon and UCLA back-to-back in 2024. So uh, yeah, I just have to convince uh, various people to get on a plane. We're going to Hawaii to watch football for two weeks. See, that's not uh, it, in theory. That's not shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't be that hard. It's not that it's hard. It's expensive. It's not hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gotta that's, go. That is true. If I wanted to do this, I would have to spend a. Uh, um, a stupid amount of money. By the way, hey, if you're in Pittsburgh, hi, yeah. you're probably listening to us because you probably have recognized us from the general Pittsburgh area. Yes. Uh, September 17th, 2022, just go ahead and circle that on your calendar when your Duquesne Dukes go to the Big Island to play Hawaii. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Duquesne's going to Hawaii the I week should, after they play Michigan. I it's, it's probably already happened, but I should volunteer to cover that game, I think is what I should do. Yeah, beat writer. Mm-hmm. Totally good. I'm just saying, I'm just helping you out here. Uh, it's worth a shot. Worth a try. Worth a um, thank you, sir. That's your group of um, five report. <laughs> um, I, I mean, we're it, not totally done. No, we're not totally done. Uh, we have we have a couple more uh, coming up in our in our uh, uh, big game picks. Uh, before we get there, I, I need to uh, talk to you guys about the uh, big red bears. Um, Last weekend, they took a trip to New Hampshire uh, for uh, the Big Red versus the Big Green. Um, and the, and the, I guess we're going to call it the Christmas Bowl. I, I don't, something like that. Um, Dartmouth is good. Uh, Dartmouth, um, they, they were only up seven nothing at the end of the first half. But even by then, it, it, it felt like Cornell's not going to be in this game at all. And they were not. Um, Dartmouth finished, uh, finished with the win 41 to seven. This was, this was the first time all season that I've felt like no shot there. There's, 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 uh, it, it is not going to happen. Um, so uh, to wrap up the, the Ivy league season, uh, big picture, Dartmouth and Princeton are tied at five and one in the league. Um, both have likely wins uh, this Saturday, which is the last Saturday of the season. Um, the, the Ivy does not do any playoffs. Uh, they, they keep it amongst themselves. Um, uh, so they, they both lay, uh, uh, likely wins against a Brown and Penn, respectively. Um, 
Dartmouth holds the head-to-head tiebreaker. So uh, two wins there will result in the Big Green winning the Ivy League title. Um, Cornell hosts uh, their arch rival, uh, Columbia. Um, and I guess the rivalry, because they're both, uh, they are the two uh, New York schools in the Ivy League. Columbia is three and three. So I, I would, I mean, this is a winnable game for, for the Bears and a win, uh, you know, as, as we all know, a win against your rival goes a long way towards uh, an offseason that feels a whole lot better than it would have if you finished with one win in the league. So we're hoping for that. Um, good luck to the, to the Bears. Go beat Columbia and, uh, uh, and give Drew some carries. I think, I think that, would, that would fix everything right up. Just pointing out, though, that yes. Columbia is the only team to beat Dartmouth, Dartmouth this year and shut True. them out 19 nothing. So just keep that True. in mind, Cornell, Cornell fan base. Um, that is, the, that is the Corn- true. Keep that in mind, Cornellians. Cor- uh, Cornellians? Big Redders? I don't, I don't know what that would be. Um, oh. uh, uh, Wrigley's. <laughs> we have a whole bunch of, of, of big games to pick. Um, we're going to go through them kind of quickly. Um, although AJ, uh, to, to, just for uh, being fair, since I stole these games from his big red, uh, from his big red report, from his after dark report, uh, he gets to go to town on the on the last two for to whatever degree he wants. Um, we start uh, kind of like we were last week, uh, front loaded uh, at noon. Um, Number seven, Michigan State at number four, Ohio State. I will, my butt will be in Ohio Stadium full of uh, chili and some beer, probably. Um, Ohio State is favored by 19. This, I think, is, of all these games, this is the best AJ Fun Index of the, of the slate at 68 and a half points. Uh, AJ, what do you think? I am excited to see how good Ohio State's defense has got. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. Because if we go back to uh, that that Oregon game where Oregon basically uh, uh, to quote the to quote the illustrious Nick Saban, uh, Oregon ran through them like crap through a tin horn. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys know about Kenneth Walker the third, but he's real good at running the football. Uh, the and name is familiar. The name is the name is familiar. So I am that to me is the matchup. Can OSU shut down Kenneth Walker? If that's the case, I think Ohio State can pick on Michigan State's defense. I don't think Michigan State's defense is that good. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that C.J. Stroud over the course of the season has gotten demonstrably better. There were moments early in the season where he was very clearly a freshman. He stepped up into the role. He's gotten a lot better. the, the matchup here is can OSU stop Kenneth Walker? Has their rushing defense gotten better over the course of the season since they lost? Mm-hmm. Statistically, I would say this. Statistically, Ohio State's defense is actually better than, than Michigan State's. Um, neither one is great, so we'll see. Um, and and I could I could see Ohio State struggling uh, against a good running game. Um, and, and certainly we'll, we, will, we, we will see two good running games this week and next week. Um, so we'll see how that goes. However, this week, I'm not going to worry too much about the defense. Um, let's, let's just, you know, score 55 and, uh, and, and, and start getting ready for the other team up North. Um, also at noon on Saturday. Um, I, by the way, I think that's, I think that's actually very, that's very, uh, that's good coaching there. Score more points than the other team. 
I, I think, think so. that's, I, that's, you know, that's really strong strategy. A general, a general goal that, that we can all get behind. Uh, also at noon on Saturday, number 10, Wake Forest at Clemson. Clemson is favored by four and a half points. Um, the AJ Fund Index is a uh, 56 and, and a half points. What do you think about this one? Uh, excuse me. It's yeah. number 10 Wake Forest versus unranked Clemson. Did I not? I, 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 did I not make it clear? Unranked. No, Un, I, there was unranked no number. Clemson. I assume no people would, would know. Right. If you <laughs> listen, I want to go back in time. I want to take this like preview. You don't need to show the, like, the end result, yep. but I want to take this preview and I want to show it to like end of 2020 sports fans and go, <laughs> this is real. And they're going to no. ask what happened. <laughs> it, how bad did they're going to no? They're going to look at you and go, how bad did COVID get? <laughs> right. Right. Wake Forest is on one this year. Mm-hmm. They are playing incredible offense. Yeah. Sam Hartman is passing his ass off. He's got mm-hmm. 3000 yards and 30 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing quite well. Clemson cannot score points. That's why this over under is 56 and a half. Yeah. Right. Clemson has, no offense to speak of um yet favored by four and a half i that is that's a home field uh, bump and a half right there yeah because clemson here's the thing clemson wildly talented team mm-hmm. and everybody's looking down you know that little person on that little that little voice in Dabo's ear where he's like nobody respects you they don't like you all that stuff that he like pretends is in his head. No, yes. no. There's real people saying that yeah. now. This season, yes. There yes. are people saying like, it you exists. are not it. They don't respect you, right? I could see Clemson getting up for this game and making it closer. I still see Wake winning. And mm-hmm. I would love to see Wake win just mm-hmm. for the pure grins of this. Like I want a Pitt-Wake Forest ACC championship game oh, just to really that's... throw off everything. Yeah. We'll yeah. talk about Pitt in a moment. We will. We will. Uh, but give me, yeah, give me Wake Forest. I think Wake. I think Wake wins this game and proves that their that their offense is here to stay. For a this bit. is for real. It, this this is not Clemson's year. This is Wake's year. They're scoring almost forty five points a game, uh, and and uh, against a team, Clemson's got a Clemson's got a solid defense. Um, but it, it, if you can't score, you're going to have a hard time keeping up. Um, they will find a way to outscore the Tigers on the road. There's that thing about scoring again. If you score more points. Than the other guys, um, generally you're going to win that one, and I think that's I think wakes uh, wakes in line to to win this game. Uh, uh, also, uh, an hour ago, this is breaking <laughs> breaking news. Clemson, yes, Clemson's wide receiver Justin Ross uh, will be having surgery to fix a stress stress fracture in his foot, and then will be getting ready for the NFL draft. So Clemson will be without one of their top receivers. Hey, even less offense. That's going to be helpful. Okay. Um, that's, that's, that's two noon games. Uh, the one, the one thing that we were, we're lacking at this point is big nude, big nude Saturday, uh, big nude seems to be reserved for like Ohio state and Oklahoma every week. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why, but, um, this week's big nude, it is Oklahoma, Iowa state at number 13, Oklahoma. Uh, the Sooners are favored by 18, tiny three and a half points An AJ fund index of 59.5. Although that doesn't take into account the intangibles about uh, watching Oklahoma just completely implode. Um, what, what do you think about this one? Iowa State, our sweet, beloved Cyclones. Mm-hmm. You, should have been in the, you should have been in the mix last year. I don't understand why they were ranked so low. Uh, Listen, 
I I hate the playoff committee for making me hate for making me hate Iowa State. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just mm-hmm. be clear there. Um, Matt Campbell uh, built this program up on defense. I do think they could make things very interesting for Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. That said, Caleb Williams needs to play better games than he's been playing recently. He came in, uh, I believe, during the Texas game and led them back yep. uh, to win in, in Web Wibble. Um, but I think if I think Caleb can, Caleb Williams can come in and play really well in this game and get Oklahoma basically locked in for the Big 12 title game. I don't see Oklahoma moving up into the playoff and up in the playoff rankings at any point here. They don't really have anybody that they can go play to really get that done. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I think the Big 12 title matchup right now, as it stands, is Bedlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we could potentially have uh, if Oklahoma State and Oklahoma win out. Uh, I believe that you could have back-to-back Bedlam. By the way, if Oklahoma State and Oklahoma play in the Big 12 title game, is that also Bedlam? Um, we've got a couple weeks to think about that. So uh, it might yeah, be we'll think we about that rulings or something to, to figure that one out. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to figure that one out. Okay. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, 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 work, we'll work the numbers. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, honestly, I think Oklahoma could come in here. They, Oklahoma needs to come in and get a like solid win. They mm-hmm. got upset big time last week against Baylor. Yep. I think I, they need to bounce back against Iowa State and say, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. We're still Oklahoma. You're still putting us on Big Noon Saturday because you have to by law. Uh, by the way, they do that for ratings. Um, but yes, that's that's what I think will happen here. I think Oklahoma gets a big win. Iowa State okay. keeps it close. Okay. Um, I, I I when I I picked this game and I'm like, uh, uh, could Oklahoma in theory, could Oklahoma lose out with, with two games left in the season? And I think I think they could. No, um, I, no, they can't. But, no, they actually can't. Because the next game is Bedlam, yeah. Which, uh, and anything can happen if by anything, anything you mean Oklahoma wins. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> the worst rivalry game. Like I'll be really honest. If you're an Oklahoma State fan, I'm really yeah. sorry because I'm slandering your team right now. But Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, the Bedlam game is <laughs> one of the worst rivalries because it's just what, how, how is Oklahoma going to win? <laughs> okay. How is Oklahoma okay. State going to somehow get them this time? No, it's it's Charlie Brown in the football every it, time. Okay. Okay, we're we're gonna talk more about that game next week. Um, I, I think if the cyclones start rolling early, um, the there are uh, there've got to be some sort of fragile psyches in, in Norman, and and that that would be like the nightmare scenario. Um, this is a reminder that Iowa State lost to Texas Tech last yeah. week. Oh yeah, they've yeah, no, it, it, West it, is, it, it is it that they. Uh, that that team is is not in great shape either, um, but I think they they have the the talent. You know, smack Oklahoma in the mouth early, and then and then kind of see what happens. I don't think that's what's going. I I think Oklahoma wins wins this game. Um, I am not. I am aware of the history of Bedlam. I am not convinced that this week this year's game is going to be different. Uh, or I it, it it it's we'll, we'll talk about. It. We will. We will. This one, Oklahoma wins, um, unless something really weird happens early, and then and then who knows. Um, the uh, aforementioned ACC title matchup, we, we both want to see. 
Um, we, we figured out part of that on Saturday at 3.30 uh, in the Muster Bowl, um, as you guys are aware, it's just like right over my shoulder. Um, Virginia at number 18, Pitt. Pitt is favored by 14 and a half points. The AJ Fund Index of 66. I don't know why I'm so fascinated by by Pitt this year, but uh, you know this is like the third time we're talking about him. AJ, what do you what do you think about this one? Um, get ready for Kenny Pickett, number one or like first round draft pick talk. Mm-hmm. He's clearly, I in my opinion, I think he's like a top three quarterback this year. It's him, it's Carson Strong, and. Who was I just talking about earlier today? Brennan Armstrong. So this is actually a really good game. I don't think Brennan Armstrong is in uh, this week. Uh, mm-hmm. He has uh, bruised, if not broken ribs. But yeah. they are – Pitt has been playing lights-out football. Mm-hmm. Um, they This is effectively for the ACC Coastal, at which uh, we could potentially get a nice little backup of uh, six and five teams or uh, seven and seven and five teams all throughout uh, the ACC coastal is nothing but entropy, but right now, as it stands, we've got a pit wake forest ACC championship game. I would love I'm to excited see this about this. It could potentially mean ACC championship, ACC champion pit, which mind you, Miami has never won the ACC <laughs> since joining the conference and Pitt's been to the title game potentially twice now. Yeah. So yeah. this is amazing, and we love to see it. Uh, I they they are completely powered by the mustard helmets, um, and this should be a fantastic game. I really do hope that uh, Brandon Armstrong does uh, get into does actually uh, make his way into the game because he is he is what powers UVA's offense. Mm-hmm. Um, he is also likely a first round draft pick if he chooses to go to the draft. Um, he's playing really well. He was really great at running the ball last year and he became a better passer this year. So I could definitely see UVA keeping this close, but I think Pitt gets the W here. Okay. Okay. Um, I, uh, I, 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 to start with, I I will say, um, when, when Pitt went back to the old school electric blue and gold uniforms and the, and the Pitt script, um, that was the best uniform decision that has been made in college football in, in probably decades um, that they, they look spectacular. So uh, that's, that is, that is a positive thing. Pitt is also kind of, it's done. It's normal thing lights out one week followed by uh, what the hell was that game? Um, But when, when they are lights out, they are lights out. Uh, And uh, you know, everyone is aware of Kenny Pickett. Um, That is a monster defensive line. Uh, that they have good linebackers behind them. Um, I, I they they haven't they haven't played themselves out of contention this season, which uh, in recent history that's that's almost always been the case. Uh, in this, you know, de facto ACC Coastal title game, um, I, I I'm I'm hoping because I desperately want to see Pitt awake ACC championship game. I'm not sure why, but I do, and. Uh, they're, they, Pitt will beat the Wahoos. Pitt will be Virginia on Saturday in the Muster Bowl, and we take steps towards that dream. Uh, the, these, these last two games are, are the two that I have stolen from AJ's After Dark Report. So, AJ, go to town on these, whatever, whatever you feel you need to do. Um, also at 3.30 on Saturday, uh, the University of Dallas 
Southern Methodist University, of course, at Cincinnati, uh, number five, Cincinnati. Cincinnati is favored by 11 and a half points, an AJ Fund index of 65. Mm. Um, I, I, what do you think here? Cincinnati needs to win this game and win it with style points. Okay. SMU is, other than Notre Dame, the best team they've played this year mm -hmm. so far. And they're the best team they're going to play before the ACC championship game. Mm -hmm. um, the ACC schedule has not done Cincinnati any favors in no. any way, shape, or form. Um, and as such, they have had to mostly cruise through the season. Um, got a little spicy last week against USF. Yep. Uh, they, let you, they let USF score some points. Uh, they need to come out and absolutely dominate SMU, and they get them at home. Mm -hmm. So I expect Cincinnati to come out fired up and to go out and get a big win. Uh, I expect SMU to get their points in, but Cincinnati to come out with a win. Okay. Okay. Um, here's, here's some uh, coach speak for you. Um, SMU offense isn't a challenge for Cincinnati's defense. It's an opportunity. Um, and, and that opportunity is really to, to, to show everyone exactly how good Cincinnati's defense is. Um, the SMU's offense is uh, scary, um, but the Bearcats' defense—you uh, know—if they play the way that they can, I, I think this is something. Um, this is where, you, where you're going to see some style points. Um, Cincinnati wins, and uh, hopefully for them, if you're if you're rooting for Cincinnati to get to the playoff, uh, hopefully with a with an excellent defensive performance. And I think this is this is the sort of thing that Cincinnati they haven't had to. Mm -hmm. I think they, they've played most of this season on just cruise control, right? They, yeah. they, they're looking at the schedule, like they're, they're taking everybody with like respect, but mm -hmm. they're starting to play with their food a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Only be, they, they, I mean, Navy is Navy. Navy's going to do things. Navy's going to do weird things to you. Everybody. But, I don't, I don't think you get dinged for, for a, a tough game against Navy. Um, I don't, I don't let anybody gets dinged for a tough game against army or Navy or Air Force that the, that's just a, it is a whole different deal. Um, so yeah, that, but, it's, I mean, you have Tulsa, they only beat Tulsa by eight. They right. let USF score 28. They've had this season in cruise control mode. They need to put it back in manual and they got to actually go, they, they've got to get, they got to go start whomping people. They got to mm -hmm. whomp SFU and then they got to whomp ECU and then go whomp Houston. They actually have to turn it on now to get style points because the committee doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's, I, I, it's, it is a interesting spot for them to be in. Cause if you look at this schedule, even like in September, um, you're, you're thinking, okay, SMU could be ranked by, by the time this game rolls around. Was, was SMU ranked earlier in the season? I don't recall. Um, oh yeah. They yeah, were ranked uh, okay, earlier in the season. Okay. They, so they were ranked you, in you the, uh, they were ranked at the Houston game. So that yeah. was the problem. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah, ranked that's right. going that's into right. the Houston game lost that in a brutal fashion and, suddenly and then lost to Memphis the next week and mm -hmm. then fell completely out of the rankings. Mm -hmm. um, so, so yeah, in, in that sense, this is not the game that, uh, that, that maybe Cincinnati was expecting, uh, but it is still dangerous. Um, uh, and as, as my coach speak uh, example uh, points out, it is still an opportunity to, to, to make an impression. Um, and that's that. You're, and you're, you're absolutely right. They, that is what they need to do. Uh, SMU is averaging. SMU is averaging 500 yards of offense a week. Uh, okay, 
Okay. Yeah, you need that's... to hold them. If you hold them sub three, it gets real interesting. Real fast. Uh, it's, it's, that, that's Cincinnati's defense. That's what, um, that, that is the challenge for this week. And, and we'll see what they can do. Uh, after dark, actually after dark game, um, seven 30 on Saturday, here, here come my, my college football neuroses. Uh, number three, Oregon at number 23, Utah. The Utes are favored by three. There is an AJ Fund index of 59 points. AJ, what do you think? So, all right. I, I, this is where I'm going to rant about the college football playoff. Oh, God, here we go. Oregon <laughs> shouldn't be three. Okay. Oregon, Oregon should be, and I know that this is nitpicking and so on and so forth. Oregon should be, Oregon shouldn't be three. I think they should be five or six. They're a very good football team. Um, and they very clearly beat Ohio state. Mm-hmm. That, de- that definitely happened. Wasn't close. They, I've watched a lot of Pac-12 football and mm-hmm. Oregon plays at 10 30 PM on terribly broadcast at ESPN. <laughs> <clears throat> they their offense isn't good. They're heavy on running the ball. Anthony mm-hmm. Brown is a fine quarterback, but they definitely mm-hmm. don't lean on him as a passer. They lean on him as a runner. Mm-hmm. What's interesting about Oregon is that statistically the numbers show that they are very close, if not worse than Ohio state on, on defense, mm-hmm. that they're worse than Ohio state on offense. Mm-hmm. What's very interesting though, is that in actual gameplay, all of these teams that are putting up yards on Oregon, are doing it in the first half. And then Oregon comes out after the half and sits on teams. It's really interesting to watch because you just watch these teams just struggle mightily. They're, they're cruising through the first half. And they're like, mm-hmm. okay, we're close. We're down seven. It's halftime. We're going to come out. We're going to get a score and we're going to tie this up and we're going we're gonna to take the lead. And Oregon comes out and goes, no, you are not. And just sits them down for the rest of the game. It's an absolutely wild thing to watch. They go, it's weird. They go full big 10. They just say, we're going to stop you on, you're not getting anything on offense and we're going to run the ball for the rest of the half. It's a completely wild thing to watch knowing what Oregon used to be and what their identity generally has been. Utah, I think could make this somewhat interesting. Um, They, this is your Pac-12, by the way, this is your Pac-12 title game preview Mm -hmm. because if the season were to end right now, Oregon and Utah play for the Pac-12 title. And I believe, regardless of the outcome of this game and the next game, Oregon and Utah are playing in Vegas in the Pac-12 title. This is not a big gene stadium anymore. This is at Allegiant <gasps> in Vegas now. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Wow. So, so pe- people might show up. People might actually show up for the game. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So they, they moved the Pac-12 title game to Vegas. There's, um, that's somebody's <laughs> thinking. That's good. Utah might have a defense that can step up and stop them running the football Mm -hmm. and then actually make Anthony Brown throw the football. I see Oregon getting a win here and cruising to a Pac-12 title game and staying in playoff contention because that's what they have to play for now. When Oregon, when Oregon's out of the playoff, they just kind of shut it down. They Mm -hmm. floor to themselves from time to time. (laughs) Um, uh, So this is where I think Oregon has to step up. They need a ranked win. Uh, mm-hmm. Given the fact that Ohio State's schedule is very backloaded, so they're going to play number seven Michigan State, they're going to play number six Michigan, and then if they go, if the season plays out chalk, they're going to play like number fifteen ish Wisconsin to yep. finish the season in the Big Twelve title or the Big Pack, the Big Ten title game. Whichever. So they've matters. got whichever Big Big Fourteen. <laughs> so you've got 
so you've got they've got three ranked games and if yes. they win out it's like okay you can't keep ohio state out of the playoff they've got three ranked wins to end the season mm-hmm. to take it into the playoff oregon doesn't have that oregon's right. got utah this week who are ranked 23rd which is more or less the college football playoff saying oregon needs a ranked win and then they play oregon state in the civil war mm-hmm. on uh or next saturday oh god go be and right. then that's and then they get to go. They get to come back and play Utah again. If Utah, by the way, if Arizona State wins this weekend, we might have a uh, push for the uh, Pac-12 South because Arizona State is five and two, and Utah would be. Mm-hmm. If Arizona State wins, they'll be six and two, mm-hmm. and uh, Utah would be six and two. Utah then has to go play. Uh, who do they play at the end of the season? Colorado, which should be a win, should be a W, and Arizona mm-hmm. State plays Arizona. Which should w. definitely be a W. W. <laughs> uh, which means Arizona State would lose the Pac-12 South because they lost at Utah 35-21 back in okay. the middle of October. So I think Utah's in pretty much with any sort of with with any sort of you know play here, and Oregon is not going to lose the North. So you're basically seeing the Pac-12 title game in in Oregon or at Utah this week, okay. and then okay. you'll see it again in two weeks. For okay. the tactical title again. Okay. Um, I, I, every pundit in the country uh, has said at some point that a one loss Big Ten champion uh, is, is going to get in the playoff. Okay. I'm, I'm, that's, you know, if that's Ohio State, uh, you know, obviously we're talking about the East champion here because there are uh, too many losses that have been scattered around in the West. Um, uh, <sighs> There's just there. There is that the the head to head thing though. You know, if I'm if I'm looking forward to to getting in the playoff, um, that head to head thing is still kind of troubling. Um, I, so I, I'm not. But who are they going to put in? I, see, yeah, I know, I know. Um, like I, I look at the, the when I'm looking at the when I'm looking at the actual like rankings here. You've got yes. five, you've got Cincinnati at five. Mm-hmm. And six and seven, if Ohio State wins both of those games and goes to the Big Ten, the Big They're Ten done. championship game, which means six and seven are now out, mm-hmm. which leaves the specter of Notre Dame lurking. You're I not. Know, I would they're not putting. Put, they're not putting Ohio. They're not keeping Ohio State out to put Notre Dame in as much as the no. committee would love to. Yes. So basically, <sighs> you're the only way that you're not going to see Ohio State in the playoff is if Oregon wins out and everybody goes, "Okay, Oregon needs to be in." Georgia's going to smack Alabama in the SEC title game. I think so. Like, I'm just going to say this: we didn't cover this game. We're probably we'll probably cover it next week. Alabama might lose to Al- to Auburn. Alabama's been Whoop. suspect this year. Mm-hmm. Suspect, mm-hmm. very suspect this year. Alabama. Georgia's going to smack them in the SEC title game. Yeah. So there's there's I. I would not worry if Ohio State wins out. I'm not worried about them making the playoff. I don't There's know where this yet, like, there is yet in your another head is pundit from, but yet I'm another not a pundit. pundit. Right there, I'm just me. a dude on a podcast. That's different. <laughs> I'm an interim uh, co-host on a podcast. Does that make me a pundit now? Did I do it? Yes, Mama, we made it. Welcome, congratulations. <laughs> I uh, uh, Oregon's going to win this. Um, it could be an interesting game. Uh, Utah plays defense well enough that um, they could they, they they could slow down that running game um, that that you talked about. Uh, and then you know, and then it yeah, it does. It, I mean, if if this is a preview, um, Oregon with this loss will drop out of the uh, out of the rankings, um, and then Oregon or excuse me, Utah will drop out of the rankings, 
And then Oregon has a title game against an unranked opponent. And, 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 and uh, I'm still going to worry. I'm just, that, that's, that's who I am. But um, I would, I would love for Utah to win both of those games. And then for uh, uh, Oregon state to, to win next weekend. Uh, but to, to do what? I don't know. Just to move Ohio state to make, four to, to make three. me feel better. That's you know that is all Listen, I'm concerned about. You know what? I, here's what I want for you. I want yes. this for my friend Crappy. I want <laughs> okay. Ohio State ranked three because then they don't have to play Georgia in the first game of the playoff. That would be awesome. I would. I would love because because what are what are the actual uh, what are the games? Uh, what are the actual uh, playoff games this year? Is it Sugar? Is it a Sugar Rose year? I don't remember. I don't know. I'm, I'm worrying about the logistics of getting there before we worry about what, what, where, where it actually going. But I am not worried in the slightest about Ohio State. If Ohio State wins I see, out, see, I know, I know, I know. I'm not. It's just me. I'm not worried about those things. It's just me. It's <laughs> uh, we've just got. Me. Uh, it is the. Yeah, I don't know which games. If I had to guess, oh uh, yeah, it's a rose sugar year. Okay. Because I can see the I see the games on January first at five and eight four. By the way, the Sugar Bowl starts at eight forty five. Hmm. Okay, I'll need Good naps. Luck. I'll be no for uh, that. I'll be fine. I'll be fine for that one. No trouble. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna chill. Take it one week at a time. Oregon's gonna win this one, and then uh, we'll we'll go from there. Uh, boys and girls, oh, you I can take hear. that back. No, huh? I take that back. It's the it's a cotton orange year. Huh. It's so they're playing the games on uh, New Year's Eve. So it is a done cotton orange well, year. Done well in in Jerry World. So that's not that's not a bad thing. Okay, there you go. Okay, uh, folks, you can hear the Carla and Crappy Show uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google. Stitcher, tune in, a variety of other podcasting hosts. You can watch us on YouTube and or the show's Facebook page. Um, watch us both places. We, we, we like that. You can, uh, if you like us, please uh, subscribe, rate, and review. And if you don't mind your own damn business, be sure to come back next week because AJ will be here next week. Um, and you can see exactly how wrong we were. AJ, do you have a, a, a final thought? Um, as Coach Silly Season ramps up, it's uh, it's time to get out your flight aware accounts. It's time to see where your private, where your team's private jets are flying. Uh, we've got Virginia Tech, LSU, USC. Uh, those are the three big jobs. I expect Florida to open. Uh, Dan Mullen ain't long for this world. Not after uh, no. Not, no. not after giving up fifty two to Samford. That not that Samford. was Samford. Samford. That's what I, I said. I said to Kelly when I was I, I showed her the score. Um, she was at work, and I sent her a screen cap of the score, and she's and she's like, "Well, that's I mean Stanford." I'm like, "No, no, no, Samford, Samford." Um, that that deserves an honorable mention as the as the that halftime score as the as one of the best things that I saw last weekend for sure. Um, so by the way, you can't. By the way, Florida fans, you can't blame Todd Grantham anymore. You can't do it. He's not there anymore. <laughs> that demon's been slayed. Yeah. You got to blame the players on the field. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, there's a ton of job openings right now. Um, your coach may get linked to an open job. And what I want you to know is that your coach is focused on your team. He's, pre he's, he's at practice. He's focused. Mm 
Yes. He's not worried about the openings. He's not worried about the other jobs. He's not trying to recruit to a school that he doesn't coach at anymore. He's focused on your team. And I want you to know that. The, um, uh, the uh, uh, message board pundit, message board expert, message board pundit, Twitter account, um, has, has just has been on fire with, uh, with LSU stuff. Um, mm. the, <clears throat> the, the, the dollar amounts and the coaches, uh, you know, Lincoln Riley was one that I saw today for, uh, uh, you know, $470 million. I, who knows, but it's, it's going to be. Yeah, they, they are. Uh, they, there were rumors that LSU was going to try and go after Lincoln Riley mm -hmm. at Oklahoma mm -hmm. and Jimbo Fisher at Texas, at Texas A&M. Excuse yeah. me. Ooh, yes. Excuse me. They're oh, not right. Geez. Oh, geez. And so, so like, there's there's been moments where LSU has been talking. I've heard LSU talking about ten million a year for a coach, mm -hmm. which is stupid. Just absolutely yeah. stupid. Yeah. Don't do that. Th By the way, James Franklin, just go to USC. Just be done here. Just go to USC. Right. <laughs> Billy Napier <laughs> is going to probably pop up for Virginia Tech. Mm -hmm. I'm I will be stunned if Blake Anderson is still at Utah State in three years. Okay. Okay. I could see because both, of the, by the way, Washington fired Jimmy Lake, Washington State fired Nick Rolovich. Yes. There is, we got an interim coach, Apple Cup. <laughs> I, I would also like to point out that Jimmy Lake, as Washington head coach, never coached an Apple Cup. He was a coach for two seasons at Washington and never coached and an never, Apple And Cup. did not coach. Right, 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 right. Okay. They canceled it last year and uh -huh. then he got fired before the one this year. Wow. Congratulations, Jimmy Lake, two-year nice Washington head coach, work. never coached an Apple Cup. Nice work, coach. Uh, we will we will watch coaching developments. I have I have I'm cheating. I have two final things. Um, number one, you're allowed. Uh, news from uh, Amherst, which I, I, I Tim was making fun of me how I pronounced that last year last week. And I'm, I'm Amherst Amherst. I don't know how I would. Do it. I believe it's pronounced Amherst. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm Horst. Um, in, in some place in Massachusetts last week, Williams 24, Amherst uh, 19, the Eves. Thank you, Kimberly. Uh, win the biggest little game in America, finish nine and oh, and take mm. the undisputed New England Small Conference, Small College Athletic Conference Championship. Congrats to the Eves and congrats to Kim, uh, uh, who was, of course, last week's guest host. And our favorite Eve anywhere. Um, I also will point out uh, that my Upper Arlington Golden Bears. This is the. Uh, this is my high school. This is this is where I my my football glory days happened. Um, and and as if you remember the show from a couple weeks ago, my my football glory days were not all that glorious. Uh, we uh, the Bears are a couple games away from a big school state title game. Um, they mm. have a matchup on Friday against Pickerington Central. Uh, my Bears are 13 and 0. Pickerington's Tigers are uh, 12 and 1. Um, Big game. So, and and I, this this it, it 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 what you said earlier, uh, Spectrum pay per view, because that's how I'm able to watch these games. Uh, so, folks, you can watch these games um, on on a, if you go to the Ohio High School. Uh, sports, whatever the, the equivalent of the, the PIAA in Pennsylvania is, um, and hand uh, Spectrum 10 bucks, and, and you can watch my Upper Arlington Golden Bears on Friday night. So uh, uh, I know I, I AJ, also, AJ had a couple recommendations. About, yes. If you're talking about a, couple, uh, a few other schools, sure. 
Um, if we're talking about schools winning championships, yes. uh, congratulations to the Carnegie Mellon Terriers for winning the President's Athletic Conference mm -hmm. in Division Three. Uh, my son was in attendance nice. for the win over Case Western Reserve. Uh, so congratulations to the Terriers. They're going to the D3 playoffs. Um, and and this is their uh, their head coach has been there uh, for like 400 years. And this is his last and season, correct? Right? Is, he what is, is retiring and we have, uh, don't remember, but we have two towels mm. downstairs that say, thank you, coach, Please. on them uh, that they waved. Uh, just doing a quick, because uh, Pickerington Central, uh, the, that name stuck in my brain. Yeah. And then I decided to do a quick look up here on 247 Sports. Mm -hmm. I don't see Pickerington. Pickerington uh, Central has a inside linebacker who mm -hmm. is a three-star committed to Rutgers. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have a defensive lineman who's committed to the University of Cincinnati. He is also a three-star. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, Tyler Gillison, a defensive lineman, also committed to the University of Listen, University of Cincinnati coming in and eating them three stars in Columbus. Um, that's uh, that, and that's okay. Uh, Luke Luke Fickle is um, he is a Born name not, not unknown in Columbus, and and it makes sense that he could he could uh, come into town and, and and still have some clout. Um, I, the thing that I that is most remarkable to me about this, uh, since my my high school experience was a long time ago. Um, when I was in high school, an amount of time was, ago, <laughs> there there was there was one Pickerington High School, and now there are like five. I'm not sure uh, exactly how many, but um, that that you have directional Pickerington's Pickerington's um, is a, a testament to the growth on the the suburban yes. east side of Columbus um, that's happened since uh, 1985. When I uh, also uh, we got another one here. Uh, we got another defensive lineman. So you got like multiple three star defensive linemen this mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. uh, at Pickerington Central, uh, uh, okay. we also have Maction here because uh, one of them is uh, saw, is committed to Ball State. Nice. Uh, I've just been doing some quick through. I do not see Upper Arlington here at all. Okay. So, uh, good luck to the Bears uh, playing it's a team, uh, AJ. It's a t it's about the team. It's about the team, but there's also on the other team multiple defense multiple <laughs> D one defensive players. It's, so it's about that other <laughs> team as well. Um. So anyway, so it, it you know it, if you, if you feel like watching, uh, and, and high school games are shorts, and this starts at seven. So watch my game, watch Upper Arlington, and then and then go ahead and switch to the games that AJ recommended to you later on. Um, uh, AJ, uh, you're going to be back next week for Rivalry Week. We will have all kinds of surprises. <laughs> We're not going to tell you what surprises are because then no, they're, they're not, not surprises. Then they're not surprises. But um, you'll be back here next week. We will go through. Big school rivalry games. We will go through small school rivalry games. Um, we are going to hit this from uh, every angle possible. Um, and actually, AJ, you're going to be with us because uh, you're, you're you will you will do uh, championship week, championship mm -hmm. week, championship. Um, and then we just invite everybody for bowl of Palooza. So you know yeah. what that that's. I already picked my bowl. I don't even know who's in it. I already picked my bowl. I haven't even looked yet, so I'll, I'll get to that. I usually, oh, the bowl sponsors this year are amazing. So, oh, don't, no, don't, don't, don't. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. okay. Um, usually, I would just I wait until OU gets a bowl bid, but that's not happening this year. So I'm not sure how I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip a coin or something. But but anyway, we got AJ for a while. Uh, we got championship. Sorry. We got championship week. We got rivalry week. 
Wivalry week coming up next week. And guys, um, we hope you come back for that. AJ, thank you very much uh, for your help this week. And boys and girls, thank you for watching and listening. Come back next week. We have more fun for you then. See you. Bye.